Hmm. All right. Very so good. what you got for us in the first half of the show? Yeah, well, I'm really excited uh, this evening. We're very pleased to be joined by a Wellington-based writer, performer, theatre maker, Freya Daly-Sadgrove. Hello. Hello. Hey, Freya. Thanks very much for coming in. Thanks for having me. It was very nice to be here. Great. So um, you're a poet. Yes. <laughs> you know, you, you wear maybe a few different hats, writer, made a bit of theatre. Yeah. Um, but I guess first and foremost, we're here to talk about your debut collection, Head Girl. Yeah. Yeah, it came out in February, which is only last month. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the, what yep. day is it? Yep. I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's still pretty fresh. Yeah. My, my copy still smells very new. <laughs> Um, what was that like, launching a book? Nuts. Like, so nuts. Um, it's funny. I feel like lots of people have, like, write a book on their bucket list, um, mm. which is, um, I don't know, but it's 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 something that has, has been, uh, uh, I don't know, always a goal of mine since I was a little child um, and it's so intense to have something that you've um, that you've kind of always wanted and wanted to kind of achieve in that way to to happen it's real intense it's, I feel very strange and new Sure, but it's obviously something you have done for a lot of your life Yeah, yeah, I've been writing yeah, I've been writing for uh, I've always had the impulse to write and I've always <clears throat> succumbed to it. But, um, yeah, for for the last kind of five or six years, I've been much more focused on my poetry. I did, um, I did an undergrade course at um, the Institute of Modern Letters up at Vic and then I did the Masters in 2014 um, and since then have been kind of building up um, well, I, I spent a while um, building up a little, a bit of work and then um, VUP got in touch and was like, are you going to, are you going to make something out of that sometime soon? Um, mm -hmm. And then after that, it took me another like two or three years, <laughs> mm. two years, I don't know. And that that's Victoria University Press? Yes, it is. Yeah. Sure. So the kind of actual... Uh, Putting it into a book phase t takes a while. It, well, yeah, it definitely does. Um, I think when I first started thinking about uh, putting together a manuscript, I probably had like fifteen or twenty poems that were that had a uh, bit of a theme going, um, and then it took another yeah year and a half to really. Um, yeah, flesh that out into a whole, a whole bookie. Mm, great. Yeah. And what has that experience been like? Uh, I, I guess on one hand, working with a publisher, but also for you, just <laughs> working with myself. Yeah. Um, well, in some ways, I have been very lucky. Um, because obviously writing a book and writing in general just takes time. Um, and I have had 
lots of time, um, uh, which is a result of needing time to recover from some some bad stuff. Um, but I did find myself in my house with an excess of, of time on my hands, mm. um, which which is ideal conditions really to, <laughs> to produce a book. Um, and yeah, and I've had other little, but there have been different phases of it. Like um, went and, and had a kind of, we called it a writer's retreat. I went and um, worked with Amon Mara, who is your friend and who I think mm. you talked to recently. Yeah, on a couple of weeks show. ago. Yeah. Um, so his book came out. We we had a joint launch, um, and we did we spent quite a bit of time writing together as well, which was really nice. And and kind of yeah, because uh, mm. it can be pretty isolating, obviously, to just be working on your own stuff all the time. It's nice to have a a buddy. Yeah, sure. Uh, maybe for listeners who might not have uh, might not be familiar with your work, could you maybe just describe? Um, where it might sit in mm. like poetic style. Uh, it's not poetry that you read um, when you were like studying it at high school in the past. <laughs> uh-huh. Um uh, I don't know, someone said recently that they don't know what the rules of poetry are, but it seems like I'm breaking them, which was really cute and nice and made me feel good and like a cool badass, but also mm. like there aren't rules. Um, mm. There are, It depends on kind of who you are, um, but uh, I think you could say my poetry is part of um, like a new wave of especially in Aotearoa poetry, um, young poets I'm not that young but like um we're we're doing strange new things that are um yeah I don't know I guess um yeah people say people say that people who don't get poetry kind of get mine which which makes me feel nice Mm -hmm. I'm a gateway wow. drug, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd feel very compelled to buy a copy if I if I heard that. Oh yes, uh, plug plug. <laughs> Please buy my book. Um, and and maybe you know it's like it can be hard to describe the poem. Is there maybe one you'd like to share? Yeah, for sure. Um, Give us a taster. Um, yeah, so I guess in terms of content, this book especially is um, there's a lot of stuff about mental illness and um and a lot of stuff about like romantic failures um but i guess i will read um i'll read this one called knickers because it doesn't have too many swear words in it (laughs) but but having read much of the collection is very sexy (laughs) it is a bit sexy it's funny um uh like i don't I don't think of it as that sexy, and then I and then I remember that there is maybe like sex descriptive. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it makes my mum blush, and mm. um, <laughs> my mum sent a poem of mine to my nana um, at some point last year, 
and had to, and was like warned my nana that it was um, a bit risque and then my nana was like what are you talking about it's fine <laughs> she's a bit more able to um separate um me from the work i suppose which is mm. which my mum I, I always talk about my mum when i do interviews now so <laughs> like well, i don't know i feel like yeah Sorry, Mum. She might be listening. Hi, Mum. <laughs> Probably my dad too. Hi, Dad. Oh, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta say that on the radio. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Okay. I'll read this poem called Knickers. Um, the house next door burns down for something to do. It is so intriguing, like finding out you have a twin, or being able to communicate verbally with animals. We climb in through a window frame. There isn't any glass. And land in a clawfoot bath. My boyfriend gives me a set of lingerie, which is a weird thing to receive on my fifth birthday. I get a new boyfriend, sweet Harry. It is true love. We kiss on the mat and he gives me a locket. Isn't that nice? I never put anything in it. My parents divorce, so we have to break up. A firefighter breaks the neighborhood swing. I think, shouldn't they fix it? My sister rearranges the furniture in our bedroom again. Dad does my plaits. Mum gets a flat on the terrace and buys us bunks. She sits on the floor and reads us books. For example, Helen Keller, but the final page is missing. Don't read anything into it, into that. It's just something that happens. I stand in the garden with my arms held out like branches for several minutes. Not a single bird takes me up on it. The bastards. I slam my bedroom door so hard that it comes off its rollers and falls through the room. I am angry when I am eight. I get docile later. When I am nine, the man next door has a very long beard. He lives with his old mother and she believes in God. We stand in the kitchen and listen to him yell, watch him arrange the air around his head with his hands, just so, watch him wrench it apart again. My sister shuts the attic door while I am still up there. I was asking for it. I mean, I literally asked her to do it. Hmm... I never know if I'm six or if I'm 26 and talking to my therapist. Either the past or the present is very easy to visit. The differences in one of them, everyone calls underpants knickers. Mm. Mm. Great. It's one of my kind of more chilled out poems in the book. Sure. You said that maybe you're grandmother could um, separate you from your poems a bit more and, and I was kind of wondering about that whether you know is, is this you in the poems is, is there a character um, I think it's an important question to ask and um, uh, and it's a funny one to answer because um, like these poems come from me in this book they're very much um and talking about my own experiences and the experiences of, of people that I know, pe- being surrounded by the people that I am surrounded by. Um, but that said, it's not me. You know, it's not... Uh, um, how do I... How do I just... How do I explain it? It's like each poem comes out of me, but then it has its own life kind of outside of me that is not... Especially now that it's out in the world... They're, they're their own kind of entities now. Um, and the pers- there's definitely like a persona throughout the poem, w- throughout the book, that's, um, that's almost like a version of me 
Um, I wrote a lot of it um, through a period of deep emotional distress. Um, and so in some ways I kind of wanted to put on the page the worst version of myself. Um, there was a time when I was writing it where I thought um, I wanted to convince people of my badness but at the same time um, kind of show that because I because I knew, knew I was bad um, that um, that that was kind of redeeming but now when I read it I have a very I mean I can just I was I was really struggling um, writing a lot of these poems and mm. so it's not it's not who I am now but it's me and that you're, you're yourself until you're the next version of yourself. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, nice one. Uh, um, I, I'm going to ask a really boring <laughs> poetry question. Sorry, but, I, but I'm really quite interested. Um, I guess I sort of wonder how you go about setting out a poem on the page. And, uh, you know, it's one thing to maybe hear it on the radio. Yeah. Uh, and then you, you look and there's, you know, full stops and commas in strange places and uh, long ellipses and yeah. um, gaps and, and whether that uh, tells part of a story for you. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't think it's a boring question. I'm a poetry nerd, so I think it's, <laughs> Thank I think you. it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I suppose that must be a... Yeah, it's a big thing about poetry. Um the old line break, um mm. and and such. Um the form of the poems in this book I'm I was quite kinda anal about. It's I made rules for myself in terms of the layout. Um but that came from experimenting with uh kind of timing um a lot like when I am writing a poem and I think this is pretty common to most poets, you have to read it aloud to find the rhythm of it um, and get it the way that you want it to sound. And because I'm often performing my poetry, um, I have quite a kind of careful sense of timing, especially in terms of comic timing, um, because lots of the poems are, are making some jokes. Um, and so the gaps in the layout in my in, in my lines within the lines uh, um, to do with I suppose kind of breath um, and yeah and like kind of delivery um, and the gaps in the lines are often things where because I have, I have there's particular lengths of gaps that I was allowed to use um, and some of them are there to be a, sh a smaller gap than what a line break does and some of them are there to be a much, much bigger one. And also, like, the ellipses. Uh, um, yeah, I've, I, I talked to Hera about them quite a bit because Hera Lindsay Bird, um, a darling of, of New Zealand poetry, mm -hmm. um, and because she kind of I think she, her poetry kind of gave rise to this huge like everyone you, everyone uses ellipses now big long ellipses because she she made them she made them hot wow. yeah mm -hmm. um and then the stuff about the um the punctuation is kind of funny I just I think I got I got a weird kind of claustrophobia on the page 
and then I decided that all of my punctuation needed to have breathing space. So mm. almost all the punctuation has to have <laughs> spaces on either side, um, which is a weird thing. <laughs> That's like totally, it's so like, it's so my own weird um, sensibility. And, but yeah, I guess it's, it's fun to, to say that because I, no one really, <laughs> no one asks about the punctuation. Yeah. I'm like, my little, they just need, they just need to, space to breathe. Mm. But I think whatever I write next, I, now that I've kind of had this very specific way of, of doing it for this book, I'm, um, I'm more relaxed now, which is nice. I don't have to do my weird indents and my weird breaks <laughs> and make nightmares for typesetters. Mm, it, it is quite fascinating to see word, space, full stop, space, new yeah. word. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, nice one. Mm. And you sort of talked about how it uh, might sort of translate from from uh, you reading it on the page to, to it being performed. Yeah. And I know that is another really big part of what you do. Um, I'm thinking of uh, the phenomenal uh, National Poetry Day show that you did last year, Show Ponies. Yeah. And, and another big project you've got coming up. Can you talk a bit about Show Ponies and, yeah. and the performance side? Yeah. Um, I, I've, I've always loved reading my work aloud because I am a performer um, and, and I make theatre and I feel very comfortable in myself on stage. Um, and uh, I think I've, I've done a, a, quite a bit of kind of poetry reading over the last few years, but last year I went to Featherston Booktown in May and Sam Ducker-Jones, um, a, a lovely Wellington poet, um, had organised these late-night lit events, which are kind of, seem to be quite a thing now. Like, I've I've experienced them in New Zealand and in Australia, and I think they're, mm. they're kind of getting... It's becoming cool, <laughs> um, but just he just set the mood in such a lovely kind of luxurious way, and I was like, oh my god, poetry is so sexy, um, and I thought, you know, National Poetry Day is this thing where you can you can sign up and you can put on an event, um, and I was like, I'll do that. I've got time on my hands, um, and I was like, I just want to make something real nuts. I just want to take it too far mm-hmm. um and so i was like what if poets had backup dancers <laughs> um and what if poets behaved like pop stars instead of like poets because everyone's like oh poets you know kind of shy retiring um cardigans yeah cardigans <laughs> yeah. which which is not actually the case that's totally just a perception that's um that's getting getting ground into dust especially in wellington i think um, but yeah, uh, so I just, I asked a bunch of my friends who I love watching, um, perform their work if they would be up for taking this weird risk. Um, and they were like, yeah, cool, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we made Show Ponies, which was a big lineup poetry show, um, with backup dancers, with some beats. I ended up doing my set with Thomas Friggins. Uh, an incredible drummer, um, uh, which I was really worried about. <laughs> I was really worried about doing poetry with drums because I was like, "Oh no, is this going to come across like '60s beat poet? Like <laughs> I'm I'm trying to be 
I don't know, whatever that is, but it, it turned out to be like metal as and really cool and I was stoked with how it, um, with what it, what it did for the energy of the poetry. And so mm. um, coming out of that, we are bringing show ponies back. Um, it's a, technically a secret, but I feel like it's a secret that um, lots of Wellington, <laughs> sort of Wellington literary literary scene knows about. Um, but if 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 listeners would like to know more about it, then we'll update. Um, <clears throat> we've got a Facebook page and an Instagram show ponies poetry. Mm. And another thing that has come out of it is that I'm making. Uh, a solo show or it's a semi-solo show um it's a show that is a companion to the book it is called head girl the show um and basically i'm taking what thomas and i did uh for show ponies and expanding it to make a whole full-length theater piece basically Mm. um and i'll have several of the poems from the book and thomas doing real awesome strange stuff he like he can do anything on the drums he's like so he doesn't care at all about genre like he's so he's like really well kind of trained and and practiced in so many different genres that he can just it's really he's such a great um great person to have in this show because he can take a lot of weird risks and Hmm. trying out cool stuff so yeah that's coming up in april yeah, at Bats? Yes, it's at Bats. Um, it's from the 7th to the 11th of April. But mm-hmm. there's no show on the Friday because it's Easter. Mm. So hopefully not everyone's <laughs> away, but we shall see. Sure. Uh, I would enormously recommend going to that. Uh, yeah, Show mm-hmm. Ponies was just astonishing. I, I loved it and really wish it could have been longer. <laughs> More people, who knows? Yeah, it's... um. I mean, I feel like it's got a life um, now that will will continue. Um, mm. uh, we 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 have not seen the end of show ponies um, because it just feels like something that there is space for. Um, I feel like Wellington and kind of Aotearoa as a, as as a whole is like doing really cool, strange, new things with poetry and performance. Um, and there's lots of, there's kind of a hunger for it now and we're, yeah, seeing more and more of it. So I'm going to keep making cool, weird stuff. I like to hear that. That's, that's really exciting. Um, let's maybe just do a, do a, a final pitch on, you know, the book and the show. Mm, a final pitch. Give us, give us a lowdown. <sighs> um, I just want... I want to be making work that is exciting, not just for me, but for people who engage with it. Um, and I feel like hopefully that is what the book and what the show will do. Um, I like uh, the fact that uh, there are two, two works in totally different kind of genres on the page and on the stage um, that are from the same bit of my brain, but expressing themselves quite differently and with a different energy. So please come in, please come and see them. Um, um, it's it's kind of hard to be an artist um, <laughs> and survive and keep doing it. And I want to keep doing it. I really, really want to keep doing it. So mm-hmm. I have to, um, 
hopefully people will come and engage with it. I feel like yeah. it's it'll be it'll be it's very I think it'll be really accessible for a lot of different mm-hmm. kinds of people. Um hopefully that is cool. my goal. Well, I I know our listenership is very supportive of the arts yeah. and we really appreciate that. Uh and so big thank you Freya Daily Sadgrove for coming and speaking with us. Thank you for having me.